I think it's a really important point to note that if you don't surrender some of the control, that you will have trouble growing past a certain point. What are you no longer going to tolerate in your life this year so that you can show up unapologetically in creating what it is that you actually want to create? Welcome to the Influence by Design podcast. I'm Samantha Riley, authority positioning strategist for coaches and experts. If you're ready to build a business that gives you more than just a caffeine addiction and you dream of making more money, having more time and having the freedom to be living your best life, then you're in the right place. It's time to level up. What if the lessons of 2023 could be your stepping stones to an extraordinary 2024? That's what we're going to discuss today. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your co-host, Samantha Riley, and joined by my partner, in business and life, Leon Flitton. How are you, Leon? I am fantastic and really looking forward to this one. Absolutely. Happy New Year, everyone. We've just farewelled 2023 and Leon and I are going to chat about really reflecting on a year because it's really difficult to set goals looking forward without reflecting and looking back. And we're going to reflect on some of the things that we've just been through over the break and reflect on the year of 2023 talk about our lessons, some of our wins, and yeah, let's jump into it, hey? Absolutely. Before we do, can I just say thank you so much for tuning into this show and listening. We hit a massive milestone in 2023, which was that we crossed 500,000 downloads for Influence by Design. That's like over half a million downloads of this show. If you weren't listening to the show, we wouldn't have achieved that. And also thank you to all of the team behind the scenes that helps me be able to bring this show to you. It's been amazing. And and your team, Leon, over at your podcast concierge, been amazing to get this done. No problems at all. And you know what? That's absolutely amazing. Uh, 500,000 downloads is, is huge. So Pretty happy that's with that. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. In 2023, our most downloaded episode was Getting Comfortable with Sales, which is an episode that I recorded with another of my co hosts, Tim Hyde. And interestingly enough, we actually recorded this back in 2020, which I find really interesting that it's still one of our highest, most downloaded episodes. So, you know, we're talking about reflections and learnings. Why I want to bring this up is not just if you haven't heard this episode, I'm going to pop the link in the show notes below. Definitely go and have a listen to this. So the two learnings that I take from this, number one is that our listeners of the show are very, very smart for listening to this episode because sales are the lifeblood of your business. And if you don't have sales, then you don't have a business. So I think that's really good. That's lesson number one. But to me, lesson number two is that what I love about podcasting is the long tail on the content that we recorded this episode in 2020 and it's still getting hundreds of downloads every single month, which I think is fantastic. What do you want to add to that, Leon? Because I know that for, you know, I'll say it's your business. It's our agency, your podcast concierge. <laughs> <It's ours. laughs> One of the wins that we actually had this year is that we moved from straight being an agency that purely just edited and produced podcasts. That's how we started 2023. Do you want to talk a little bit about what happened and how the business evolved and how it actually ended up by the end of the year? 
Yeah, so look, just just firstly though, on the that episode with Tim, I remember back from the days. I know like you have a, a retail background as well, mm-hmm. and I was always told from my first boss to forever after in retail that sales fixes everything. So yep. clearly that's because if you don't have sales, you don't have a business. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what it's about. And I just think it's, it's just you know a great way of looking at it. And you're right. Listeners know what they what they need because they clearly listen to the that episode. Yeah. So that's great. That's great. So I really like that. With our well, one of our businesses, but with your podcast concierge. So when it started, it was editing, mm-hmm. just podcast editing. And I think we could see, and uh, it was a particular focus of mine that we would move towards content creation. Okay. And as social media has changed, so. If I think about a change from, well, you know, pre-2020, not 2020, 23, <laughs> but so the last few years, just see looking, I think of a particular thing was video mm-hmm. was something that really, you know, changed. So where it was just static images and, you know, just a post or the, you know, just a few words, going to video because of the attention span of most of, you know, social media, you know, mm-hmm. users, I suppose you would say. Video end up having way more cut through, and at some point as well, I'm pretty sure the algorithms were favoring video, and also they'll favor you know different formats as well. So and definitely short form video specifically, you know your yeah. Instagram reel, your TikTok style video. Yeah, absolutely. So that became a big focus for us, making sure that that video and that content was being created by doing a podcast. And what I love about podcasting is that. You know, you can record for an hour. Yeah, there's always some pre-work. You don't go into a podcast episode just go, I'll just rock up and I'm the host. No, but it's not like you spent, you know, like a week doing these things when you have a team behind you. So, you know, you do your research, do your interview, and if that's what you're doing or a solo, mm-hmm. whichever way around it is, and then that is used to create all these different parts of content that can be used to advertise it in the case of what we did for our clients, the business, and for us as well, the advertising of the business. Mm-hmm. So. It was like one piece of work that then turns into all these different pieces, whether it's the short form, the you know, the quote images, things like that. You know, and we also, you know, started doing things like creating like say blog posts, for example. So it's created all these other you know, social media assets which gone have gone a long way to advertising the businesses. So and that's where we want to go with it. Mm-hmm. So you know, now we do all the way from, you know, finding helping people find guests for their podcasts, getting them on as a guest. Yeah, booked on shows. Yeah, getting booked as guests, yep, which is also a great way to create a show, by the way. And uh, and then creating all this content out of it. So it's more of a one-stop shop. So And that's what we really tried to work towards. And I think just seeing that this this year, how, sorry, last year <laughs> come to fruition, as, as, as been, it was quite exciting. Yeah, it's amazing how much the business did change in that year. And this is why it's so important to reflect because when I think – what the business looked like on the 1st of January last year and to how it ended up. And in that year, the amount that it grew, the amount that we had to change, the amount of systems and processes that we needed to put into place, the amount of team that we needed to bring on, the fact that we were invited to speak in a, at an elite marketers event about how we, you know, extract all of this content from that one episode. Like when you think back, Wow, what a ride. But I think that something that I really want to drive home here is that if we had have been afraid 
of getting it wrong, we never would have got to where we got to because we were down and dirty and we were just go, 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 and a lot broke. And I think that that's something that I really learned very, very early in my business career back in the 90s is that if you're afraid of things breaking, you're going to hit a ceiling because you won't be able to grow. I think what happens is it's like a new level, new devil uh-huh. kind of uh-huh. aspect to it. It's kind of like, I'll use the car kind of analogy. If you're going to go driving somewhere and you're going to get a flat tire, you know, you can be all, or, you know, down the dumps about it, or you can just grab a jack and change a tire, put uh-huh. the spare on, you know? And it's like not driving your car anywhere because you think you might get a flat tire. Oh, good analogy. I yeah. really like that because I remember actually talking to a good friend of mine earlier in the year and I said, I'm so nervous because I can foresee some things that are going to happen, but I don't have the clarity on how to fix it until it actually breaks. And he went, just break it. Because, you know, what? what's the worst that can happen? You may lose a client. In actual fact, if you're very open with your clients and you, you know, you apologize or you let them know what's going on, nine times out of 10, they're in business too. They get it. So it's just about being really open and honest with what's happening. And that's what we did. And, you know, of course, we're human. We got some things wrong. We got a lot of things right. We grew. It was messy. A lot did break. And I'm really proud of what we achieved in that, in the agency. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, it was been an amazing year for that. Yeah, totally. What was your favorite book of 2023? So I picked up The Daily Stoic, which I thought was uh, fantastic. This is something I've been a little bit interested in for quite a while. And I think it may have come from like, you know, being in leadership for quite a number of years in, in retail in, in the in the corporate world. And, you know, stoicism and, and how you're perceived by other people. But this book has been great. So essentially, it's a bunch of meditations that you and um, it's a sharing of wisdom anyway from the Stoics. And you read like a page every day and it, it's really good. I've loved it. So it just, I think it reminds you more about the things that you should be doing <laughs> and could be doing than, uh, than teaching you anything new as such, but it also has a different take on it. So that's been great. So uh, the day stoic. Yeah. yeah, I really liked it. And I used to ask you every day, hey, can you read me what today's <laughs> daily stoic is? Because it's a great reflection piece. And I really liked that some days I was like, hmm, I actually had got into, you know, maybe a bad habit or maybe hadn't seen things in a way that was the best for me to show up or for my personal growth. And it was just that reminder of, oh, what if I tried that? What if I went back and and redid that? And I really liked it. Yeah, nice. nice. What about you, Sam? What was your favourite book? Mm, My favourite book of this year was The Diary of a CEO, The 33 Laws of Business and Life, I think is the subtitle, by Stephen Bartlett. Now, what I loved about this book is it was an easy read. I love books that are an easy read because (laughs) during the day, my brain's working so hard. If I've got to pick up a book and really think about it, I tend to switch off. So I really liked this, that I got into it. He shares 33 laws. What I loved about it is that it helped me, I guess the same reason that you like the Daily Stoic, it helped me reflect on what his laws were and how I could use them in our business or how I could use them in our life or, you know, what are the lessons I could take from this? You know, one of the stories he shared was about having a blue slide 
in their office and he they sort of from the top floor you got on this blue slide and you went down to the ground floor i'm not going to share much more about it than than that and the amount of media just having that blue slide generated and you know the lesson was i spent this much on the blue slide which everyone said it was the biggest waste of money but i was actually got this many millions of dollars worth of free publicity because of it so it's like it really got me thinking what can we do that's different that brings some different interest to our business. So, yeah, I really like that. Highly recommend it, The Diary of a CEO yeah. by Stephen Butler. I'm a bit of a, a, bit of a fan of, of Stephen Butler. Yeah, well, well. as you know, I'm great. a fangirl of him too. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, now I haven't read the book yet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read it because mm-hmm. I'm really excited to read it. But the Blue Slide uh, story mm-hmm. is great. And I always think about people telling you you should or shouldn't do something and he just went, I'm putting a blue slide in and for whatever reason, mm. and it created this, you know, out of nowhere kind of marketing for it. So, yep. yeah, a lot of things, simple lot of things sometimes and if you don't try it, you'll never know. Absolutely, so. absolutely. Now, let's talk about how we have reflected on the year because we spent the afternoon of New Year's Eve or, the you know, the last day of the year reflecting and journaling. We got a bottle of as you call it, thinking juice. <laughs> we, we had a bottle <laughs> of wine. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> thinking juice. <laughs> we had a bottle of wine and we sat down and we spent hours and hours journaling and reflecting and talking and really, I guess, unpacking our year so that we could take the lessons of what happened in our life. Now, when so during this year, I actually put together a model called Synergetic Lifestyle. And this is a model of the nine different areas of our life that we need to look at. And I've put this model together in a way that it every aspect, every one of these nine aspects crosses over into a different area of our lives. Because I feel like, you know, people talk about work-life balance or they talk about the wheel of life. And I, I just felt like they didn't truly encapsulate the idea that everything is so synergetic. You know, if, if things aren't going well in our relationship, generally it's got some crossover into our health and wellness or our business or our finances. They all play into each other. So we sat down with these nine areas and we reflected, you know, we journaled what didn't work in each of these nine areas and we journaled what did work and we had a huge discussion a really long discussion, like for a whole afternoon that went in. Very lengthy, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I guess we came up with, or we're going to share three of the big overarching lessons that came up in each of, I was going to say in each of these areas, but I guess, you know, three lessons that I guess bled into all areas of our lives. Yeah, and they really were, that you could see like a bit of a theme through each of, each of the sections, so... And I just want to also say that that I I'm a firm believer as well that synergetic lifestyle is more of what I believe we should be doing rather than a work life balance. Mm-hmm. So it's before we get into it, because I just don't think that work life balance is the right way going about it. But a synergy, I think, to me, it's like you know smoothness, flow, you know, energy flow, that kind of thing. So mm. I think it's the, the right way to go about it. And well, um, I really uh, really enjoyed this um, sitting down and working through these reflections. Totally. And I guess 
I'm going to add something else before we go on. I, pro- <laughs> I promise we will get there. And then? <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like when my boys tell me stories about when they watch a movie. But anyway, the centre of this model is freedom. And essentially, we go into business because we want a certain freedom in lifestyle. And that comes from having the money and the time to be able to have this life as we want. So I think that's really important to note that we're in business to have freedom in finances, in time. So let me start with the first overarching lesson that you and I both had, and that's to trust ourselves more. Because we both discovered that we held ourselves back from this fear of being judged or a fear of getting things wrong, I guess, from getting things wrong and then being judged in many, many different areas of our life. And that this, you know, that's a great lesson to have because moving forward, we can go, no, actually, you know, we do have this. Yeah. And, and I think there's a, a part of, I know with me, where I think I know more than I think I do. That uh, makes sense. Uh-huh. I think I said the right way. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. And sometimes with, you know, particularly social media, that's just a matter of opinion. Uh, and so people can get quite, you know, twisted up over their matter of opinion that that's what I think. Uh, so I think when I go to, you know, share my opinion, which is from the experience I have, because I've had a lot of experience in a number of different, you know, fields, I I feel it's valuable and I like to share it with someone. So I think that's, you know, a way of doing it. But yeah, I think to go all to hold back from doing it, you could be doing somebody injustice by not sharing what you know. Uh, totally. So 2024 is the year of trusting ourselves more. And I think also to add to that, trusting ourselves and our expertise, because you and I have both got really deep backgrounds in business and leadership. And we want to really lean into that because there's going to be some people that don't care for it. And there's going to be a lot of people that we can help through that. Yep, hundred percent. All right, number two. What was number two? This is a good one, and uh, setting strong boundaries. Very so, good. wow, <laughs> where to begin with this one? I think this could lead into a lot of other parts of our life, but not setting strong boundaries was probably something that was an overarching thing this year. So probably not not all the best reasons. <laughs> yeah, I think that actually, I well. I know it, that you and I are people that care very much about other people. In human design, your profile is a 5-2. You're very designed to save people. I have this deep love and care for people that means that I also do a lot of saving. I'm putting that in inverted commas <laughs> there, in a little, a little rabbit, rabbit ears. <laughs> and we let our boundaries slip. And it was something that happened gradually throughout the year. And it meant that we let other people's priorities become our priorities. And that was to everyone's detriment, which is the interesting part of this, right? Mm, For us trying to help people, we didn't fit our own oxygen mask first, which meant we didn't prioritize our personal well-being. It's not the way we started the year, but it was it was a gradual decline, I would say, in the second half of the year. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not and when we say 
you know, we actually love helping people. Oh my goodness, we do. We love yeah. helping people. Yeah. But, but like you said, you can't help from an empty cup. And that's the learning. <laughs> we need to make sure that we're giving ourselves the CEO time that we need to rest, recharge, reflect. I mean, when I'm like really backing off, that's my creative time. That's when my creative juices come out. So we still will be helping people, but we definitely, there'll be a priority on helping ourselves first so that we can give from a overflowing cup, I guess, which means that we can help even more people. Yeah, yeah. And, and the people that we work with, I want to make sure that we give them the best that we help we can, mm. you know. And I think that's, that's important. So, and a bit about fitting your own oxygen first, I think that's important so that you can, you know, give in the right way to the best of your ability. I think that's super important. Totally, totally. Number three was is actually tied back into the first thing that we talked about trusting ourselves the third thing is that people have opinions of us of you and what they think about us is actually none of our business so it is tied back into that first thing and I think that when I think about this that we I think unapologetically are going to be showing up a lot more in 2024 because for the people that have opinions of us that they don't like what we talk about it or the way that we talk about things, then that's actually okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I think as well, if you're trying to show up as, and I want, I like to be like this, like show up as genuine mm-hmm. and, and authentic. I know they're words, they're kind of overused words, but if you're, and that's the way I want to show up mm-hmm. and not use the word so much, but by showing up and being what other people think or you know, running by their opinions of how you should show up is not necessarily the best way of showing up. And I think the right people will be attracted to you when you show up as in your genuine state. 100%. 100%. Not, to not be swayed by the other people's opinions. Yeah, so. yeah. So we wanted to share these things with you today so that and invite you to reflect on these, invite you to reflect on your year. If you haven't, think about what didn't work in all these different areas of your lives. Think about what did work. Once you've done that, then you can start to look at what are we going to leave behind? What are we going to keep and what are we going to start doing? And one of my favorite questions, which you and I talked about for a really long time, was what are we no longer going to tolerate? And I find this question powerful because it's very easy to say that thing didn't work. We're going to get rid of that. But there are many things that we tolerate in our life because they're not that painful, but they're painful enough that we just kind of keep them in our lives. So I think you know, what are you no longer going to tolerate in your life this year so that you can show up unapologetically in creating what it is that you actually want to create? Yeah. Yep. Actually, I think that's a way better way of explaining authentic and genuine. <laughs> unapologetic. <laughs> <laughs> I should have used that word. <laughs> my favorite word. I guess that's why it's in all my branding. <laughs> unapologetic. Leon, what was your biggest win for 2023? I think definitely for me, in the business was us moving from just editing to uh, a full service contract creation business. 
it was it was a big step. The team doubled, all that kind of thing. So there was lots of things going on there. But I'm really excited about it, and I, I really like the really excited about where it's going to go in the future as well. Mm-hmm. And so, Sam, what was your biggest win from the year? You're most excited about. So for me, at the beginning of the year, when I sat down to do our 2023 goals, I said that I wanted to hire a coach by the end of the year. I was really excited that we actually got that off the ground in March. I said I wanted to do it by December. By March, we had a really great month and decided, no, I'm going to move on that. In April, I actually hired two new coaches for our, um, our group program, the Experts Collective, and it was the best thing that I did for our business, not just to take a load of work off my plate, but it brought more diversity into the coaching because, you know, our our coaches that we hired have got different skill sets. They've got different perspectives. They're different people, right? They bring their own amazing energy and expertise to the group. But I think my biggest learning from that, and interestingly, this was picked up by one of my coaches on one of my group calls when she gave me a private little chat in the box in one of our group coaching sessions. She said, isn't that interesting that you need to be able to hand over the reins to be able to take yourself to the next level? So there was, you know, and I thought that was really amazing. And I can't remember the exact way that it happened, but it was essentially I had to surrender the position that I was in to someone else so that I could then personally step into the next level of who I was going to be and where to take our business. So that for me was the biggest win of 2023 that I'd set my December goal and we'd achieved it by April. I just think that's really cool. Actually, it feels like only about a month ago that they started. I didn't realize it was April. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This last year went way too fast. Didn't it? Didn't it? But I think it's a really important point to note that if you don't surrender some of the control that you will have trouble growing past a certain point yeah a hundred percent yeah and i've got to say too that they're, they're amazing coaches oh. and I'm, I'm really stoked that they're uh, that they're on board you're stoked uh, and they... i'm grateful <laughs> <laughs> and they really uh you know and, and their backgrounds are amazing as well and they're really you know just brings even more value uh, so that, that's brilliant yeah uh, uh. Absolutely. And watching them in the room at our live intensive, interacting with our clients, I felt like a little proud mama bear. I was like, oh, look at this. It was great. So good. So good. Yeah. So what about your best memory from the year? Well, this is interesting because actually the whole lot of this reflection process was interesting to me in the fact that you and I set all of these questions up and we journaled separately. And as you and I were reading them out, they were in exactly the same order and all the same (laughs) answers. It was like, it was like one person had written them, you know, it was, that absolutely astounded me. But did you think I was copying? (laughs) Were you? I didn't even think of that. No, I wasn't. No, I know. I I know because I know where we were sitting. But anyway, my best memory from 2024 from a personal standpoint was my daughter, your stepdaughter, getting married. And not because purely they were getting married. Like that was beautiful. She found her her person. They're a gorgeous couple. They are just so perfect for each other. It wasn't just for that. It was the fact that we took two weeks out of our business. It was essentially 
by the time we were planning everything and and on the road essentially the the entire month of march we were out of the business and we got to go and hang out with it was all of my family all in one place it was all of jim's family you know they'd come out from the uk and it was just this month of celebrating with the people that we love so much and that's just the it's like the poster child month for being in business really isn't it like we got to go and spend time with the people that we care about the most and that's why we do what we do and it was like that was the centerpiece of the year for me yeah yeah and uh, i'm so grateful to be involved in it uh, that you know they welcomed me in as well so that was that was awesome and to jim Mate, settle down. You set the bar way too high for everyone else. You're making us all look bad, mate. Seriously. <laughs> he's a fabulous man. <laughs> he is. He's really, really good guy. Really good guy. Yeah. So, yeah. But from a business perspective, for me, it was running our first live event, which we ran in November, which was the first event that we'd run live in the room since the end of 2019. And Well, that's a while, isn't it? it <laughs> crazy how long that was. <laughs> it's insane, isn't it? It was, yeah. uh, you know... Probably in sort of looking back in hindsight, I wish we had have done it a little bit earlier. Yeah. Interestingly, as I'm a very, uh, you know, if you've met me in person, you'll know this. I'm an extrovert. I love being around people. I was more nervous going into this intensive than I have been <laughs> in a really long time. I was actually nervous to be back in a room of real live people again. <laughs> But I walked out of there knowing that that is we're doing way more of that in 2024. It was it was great. It was you know as one of our clients said, "Oh my gosh, everyone has legs because we're so used to seeing just these heads <laughs> on Zoom." <laughs> it was fabulous, and that for me was the business highlight or the best memory from 2024. Yeah, yeah, and look, I love that running the live events with you, so that was great for me as well. Yeah. And I know we just said what was. Well, that was your best memories and funnily enough they're actually mine because we actually wrote the same things down <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and like yeah like you said like just getting to hang out with family that month was just amazing and was just a really great time yeah and just opportunity to see to be at the wedding all that kind of stuff and then you know later in the year to run the live intensive which we love live events i, I, know I love helping run them with you and yeah, it was just great yeah totally Totally. So sitting down and writing out all of these, I guess, or journaling these questions uh, is what we did New Year's Eve. On the next episode, we're going to talk about what we actually do once we've got all of these learnings on paper to take you through the process that we've used to create our goals and set our intentions for 2024. So we would love to hear from you. What are your biggest learnings, takeaways, wins from 2023, because as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, what if the lessons of 2023 could be your biggest stepping stone to an extraordinary 2024? And they can be. So please head over to the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers Facebook group and let us know what your you know biggest lessons, wins, anything you want to share with us are, we'd love to hear. Yeah. And please feel free to if it's a, if it's a personal you know achievement, share it as well. Like we want to know what you guys have been up to. So absolutely, synergetic lifestyle. That's what that's where 100%. it's at. That's where it's at. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to catching you on the next episode of Influenced by Design.
Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com.